I'm Robin Amler of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Peter Larson, Director, Practice Lead for Europe and the Nordics of Volante Technologies. And we're talking about the key trends in payments and regulation with a main focus on Europe, together with the challenges of digital transformation. I see that ISO, the, the movement into ISO 2022 as an enabler, first of all. That journey has been ongoing for, for some years. But in relationship to regulation, we also see an increase of regulation that impacts and really take advantage of the ISO 2022. We are moving to real-time payments. We're moving to, in Europe, we call it instant payments, which will come effect as a legislation, but also reduce the friction for the banks and its customers to perform payments as such. Payments used to be something simple, not necessarily something cheap, but it used to be something simple to do because there weren't many games in town. Now, the nature of competition in payments is changing. Would you not agree? We see competition on, on within the banks. They are having a tougher time to stay compliant, but also not only on the compliance piece of it. It's, it's to be good at what you're doing. We could see it in the early days of Swift DPI, for instance. It was a compliance to, to do the tracker and, and uh, fulfill the SLAs. But we didn't see all the banks embrace and take on what it means for the customers to make sure that the customers can follow the payments and, and receive the acknowledgements when payments are completed. It is involving, and uh, we, we see that with that, embracing new technologies for the sake of being in the competition. The banks are very much looking forward to adopt the new technologies that are there. And they are trying to keep up to speed on how they can tailor their products and service against those regulations. And competition, yes, there will still remain a lot of competition. And that relies on us as well. We stay ahead of competition by being very active on the market, listening in on our customers on what they have as a prioritization. What is it that established financial institutions need to do to stay relevant in the face of mounting competition? So, first of all, they need to be very much aware of the compliance piece. There are right now the ISO uplift, again, uh, that is in force. But also we have new rule books for SEPA taking effect in November this year. And also soon to come a legislation so with that in mind, they have to be very focused on how to implement these changes, but also how can they utilize the market to make those changes? Because it's, it is an investment from, from the bank perspective as well. And that's how the partnerships or, or the relationships between banks and vendors becomes very need, much needed because we can, as a vendor community, help them to offload the changes they need on the market. It's all very well for a bank to stay compliant. They've got to stay compliant. That's that's rule number one. You've got to be compliant. But looking at it from the business perspective, how do banks satisfy increasingly heightened customer expectations? And given the fact there's a squeeze on service fees, protect and develop their own revenues? Or is this going away as a key revenue source in the way it used to be? That's a million dollar question in, in <laughs> itself. We've seen this in the Nordics because Nordics is a very mature market. All in all, these kind of new services, when we're talking about rich information, request to pay that will come later on, these are all impacting on the service level that the bank has. 
And as a bank, you can offer a service fee or, or taking a, when you onboard a customer, you, you can charge them more because they are investigations show that they are willing to pay a higher price on the service, not on a transaction, but higher price on the service itself. They will choose your bank based on how much you can pin down and serve the, the bank's distinguished needs. So that's one way. It also comes down to building new revenue streams. And those revenue streams are these new services. I think of bill payments. That, that is a typical new service that will come. Within bill payments, you get the possibility to choose how you want to make a, a payment. Will you make it instant? Will you park it for next day? Or do you want to split the payment? Seeing it from a corporate point of view, they can offer a split of payment. If the payer pays 60% now, they may only pay 30% later because they're covering the liquidity. This is a typical service that generates a vast amount of new services. And I'm thinking also loyalty. Have the banks actually grasped the Mm. size of the task they've got to stay relevant, to stay compliant, because there's an avalanche of regulation, there's increasing competition. Are they on top of this or not? They are not, uh, in, in the sense of it's a, it's a long journey to take ahead. Digital transformation means so much. It's from the, the, the channeling, the source of, of initiating pay- payments and managing payments to, to make that as a digital journey. It's also within, within the bank to process and, and, and take care of the payment and make sure it's a, you know, relevant payments. It's a safe payment, et cetera. That uh, digital journey is also equally important because that's how you make uh, straight through processing and that's how you make good use of uh, sanctions or fraud in that sense. And finally, the digital transformation is also to uh, be able to have interoperability to multiple schemes. With that, going back to the previous topic, that the customer can choose the type of payment they want to do. And that type of payment will actually go for for a specific clearing and settlement. And that digital transformation is also relevant because now you can have a method of payment or smart routing, either on a customer's choice or you as a bank can actually take an instant credit transfer and make it a pure credit, credit transfer or the opposite way, dependent on the urgency. So digital transformation is is a really, really big topic. And you cannot you can only solve it piece by piece in that sense. Well, let's talk about how you help solve it, because this kind of brings us to your payment solution, Volpe. Let's talk through its key features and also how you keep it fresh for the future. So how are we keeping it fresh first? We are in constant development of our own platform. We do a huge amount of uplifts and and building new blocks or services and business services that enables the bank to to offer those kind of uh, functions and features that are requesting. When it comes to the other pieces, how how we are making it relevant for for the bank is actually that we are offering our service as a low-cost entry. So in that sense, we, we're offering it as payment as a service. That is a, a subscription that you start off with a low fee and you pay mainly for the volumes at the end of it. We also focus very much on being relevant when it comes to the new initiatives. We're talking about the overlays, the bill payments, for instance. That is how we are still staying relevant to be, be already enabled on the market. 
we try to do everything out of the box as much as possible. It's much better for the bank to have time to market instead of running years of implementation. We talk about months. And from that on, they are already on the market. They can make revenue out of it. And then later on, we can add more uh, services on top of it. I'm very pleased to hear you talk also, about time to market there. If I may just underline this. Yeah. The problem with banks taking years to implement a project or implement a strategy is the market won't stand still. The market will have changed, will have evolved. And by the time two years down the track, that particular project comes to fruition, it may not be relevant anymore. Yes, I totally agree on that point. Because within a bank, we talked about the digital transformation that you as a banker has to modify so many different areas within the bank that even a payment engine such as Volpay needs to be delivered very quickly so it, it can make profit for the bank during that time. And, and it also has to be agile to be you know, modified on, on that change. It's a really, really important piece that you think of. You plan ahead well advanced because, uh, for instance, uh, instant credit payments from the legislation, it will only be six months for the legislation to be open to receive instant payments. Now, if you are not an instant payment available member, it's a tough timeline to, to uh, be compliant on. And that's where I think we can definitely help because we do it. We can, we can do that journey together with the bank in those six months. That's something that's got to give aid and comfort to institutions. The basic problem is that things are happening so quickly in terms of payments, every other part of the banking process as well, but we're specifically concentrating on payments here. Do you know, can you say with certainty what the market's going to look like in 12 to 18 months, what the market's going to look like in five years? You can always predict and uh, it's going to be something different than you predict, that is for sure. But for for what we do know is that payments will evolve. Payments and other areas around the bank will become a, more of a commodity. A bank should focus more on, on what they do the best and have their IT and, and business development focusing on, on evolving the bank and rely on the community to serve them with those commodities to outsource into a, a cloud infrastructure, for instance. Five years ago, banks asked for cloud if, if you could do it, but then were never really up to buying it. Now, today we see that 100% all, all our offerings or askings are, can you do it on cloud? Because that is our, our main strategy. Having think, uh, said that as well, I think volumes will increase heavily because as of now, only 4% of the volume in uh, in some uh, regions in Europe is, is instant. But if we take the volumes and if we have the ability to have Internet of Things or the uh, overlay services, those volumes will increase heavily. That is a prediction that we will consume payments from, from the ACH for sure. But all in all, volumes will definitely be much, much higher. We can compare to India, for instance, the UPI in India, they, they did a transformation uh, to instant payments and making instant payments fully available. And they have a 300% increase of volumes year on year. So volumes for sure is the second uh, thing that uh, is definitely go going to be 
much bigger in coming years. Thank you, Peter Larson, Director, Practice Lead for Europe and the Nordics of Volante Technologies.